This is Thursday, August 25th. What do your prayers sound like? Do you sometimes feel like you are saying the same words over and over again when you pray? There are times, there, there are sometimes when I feel this way, that to God my prayers must all sound alike. In Tish Harrison Warren's book on prayer, she talked about a night when her family was out for dinner with some new friends. After dinner, she began to feel pain in her abdomen, and when she excused herself to go to the bathroom, she discovered she was bleeding, actually bleeding a lot. She was pregnant and feared a miscarriage, and so she went and told her husband, and they excused themselves to rush out the door to the hospital where Tish could see a doctor. When she was taken into the examining room, the nurse saw how much she was bleeding and was concerned. And in the midst of all of this, all Tish could think of was prayer. She and her husband wanted to pray. Right then and there, Tish asked for the prayer prayed at the Compline service. That is the prayer in the Book of Common Prayer that is prayed in the middle of the night. It's sometimes called the night prayer. And it goes like this. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. For you have redeemed me, O Lord, O God of truth. Keep us, O Lord, as the apple of your eye. Hide us under the shadow of your wings. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Be our light in the darkness, O Lord. And in your great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The couple prayed that prayer together aloud. And the nurse on the unit remarked she had never heard anything like this. It was such a beautiful way to focus on God in the moment of their fear and struggle. Now, maybe you grew up in a tradition where prayers from prayer books were not to be used. Prayers always had to be extemporaneous and spontaneous. For most believers, the most important source of their prayers across time has actually been Scripture. Yes, they pray their own prayers for sure, but they've learned to pray the prayers of God's people. The book of Psalms became the vocabulary of the faith, gathering up the prayers and praises about every occasion that we encounter in life. Do you know that Jesus himself went to the prayer book, praying the words of David when he hung on the cross? Here's our scripture, Matthew 27, verse 42 to 46. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down from the cross and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. In the same way, the rebels who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lemma shabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Yes, those words we find in Matthew, quoted by Jesus, are actually found in Psalm 22. This is a psalm that comes from David, who was king over Israel. 
But notice Jesus has made them his own in prayer. And this is what Tish was doing with her husband that night, using the prayer of God's people as their own when they reached their wit's end and they were filled with fear. Yes, it's fine to use the prayers of God's people, as long as we do make them our own. And so we should. Some people have said that David wrote his Psalm 22 from his own experience, must have also written his prayer for Jesus, the Messiah, that would one day come after him as the true King of Israel. That's what I believe. God's people wrote prayers for us to pray when our words run out when we don't have the ability to lift our own words before the Father, they have lent to us their own. This is why the book of Psalms has become so precious to the church. Here are the prayers of faith. Some are, as Psalm 22, crying out to God for intervention when we're in pain. In others, we articulate a resting in God when we're weary. We come before God for strength when we're spent or depressed. We rejoice in God when prayers are answered. We thank God for the glory of His creation. We recount the saving works of God. We complain to God when we are disappointed or distraught. We call upon God to bring His justice when we see the presence of evil in our world. You see, all of these prayers and more have been given to us by God's people to lift up to God, to make our own. Now, we have seen... We do not pray these prayers to go through the motions. No, as I said, we use them and and we inhabit them as well, as the vehicle God has given us to approach Him, to call out to Him, to petition Him, and to thank Him. Now, that was such a painful night for Tish and her husband, but in that moment, knowing the love of God and the presence of God, they chose to trust God and to rest in God and to bring their hearts before God. They prayed. You see, when we pray, we're not only lifting our voices before Him. Yes, we're doing that. But we're also wading into a mighty stream of prayers that God's people have been bringing before Him since the very beginning. We are mingling our prayers with their own, and we seek God and worship Him and call upon His name. So it's fine to use the prayers of David or the prayers of Jesus, or your own prayers. In a sense, because we too are a part of the people of God, these prayers are ours as well. Let's pray. Faithful God, you are holy, enthroned on the prayers and praises of your people. In you our fathers trusted. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried and were rescued. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. Thank you for your presence. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.